Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Sad Boys Podcast, the podcast where you listen to somebody you don't care about talk about things you don't care about, but you really do care about the person who's talking soon. In turn, you care about what I'm talking about. And today, it's the return of something old and the start of something new. Over the past however long it's been since my last episode, lots of things has changed. I've done a lot of thinking in this time, and I've I've really molded myself into something. I've I've put myself in a little think tank, basically. Um, it's just, you know, when I did the podcast, it was a way for me to say things. It was a way for me to put my thoughts out and not have anyone else be in control over this. This is mine. I can do what I want with this. I can keep doing this for the rest of my life or I can stop right now and just never post this. But you know what? I love putting podcasts out. I love, I have a YouTube channel now that has like three videos on it. I gave up on that a while ago. I might restart it once I pay off my car and I can afford to get some recording equipment and software and all that. But as for right now, this is just going to, this is going to be where I stay. And I always loved doing the podcast. They were always very fun. I enjoyed all of them. The great debate, the, the fucking shit talk me and my friend Dan used to have on here it was all great. But with the podcast happening when it did, it comes with some very bad memories now. They probably won't affect how I do and they probably won't even really bother me unless I let them but you know this podcast has always been something I take great pride in I always tried to make it as good as possible I did editing I you know you may not have noticed it because there's really not a lot to edit on a podcast but you know it's there I'm, I'm trying you know I really entertainment's my dream I want to do that's where I want to be in 20 years I want to be entertaining people and that's really all there is to start about that but like I said return to something old start to something new the podcast is going to be a little different now it's not going to be as structured as it was before I'm sort of just going to ramble a little bit you know talk about whatever's been going on so I guess to start with New Year's. It's a fucking clown holiday, let me tell you. All this shit about New Year and New Me, and I don't mean to sound cliche, but it's actually retarded. New Year's doesn't mean shit. The year doesn't mean shit. Who gives a shit what year it is? I don't care if it's been a decade. I don't care if it's been five days. I don't care if it's fucking 1962. I really don't give a shit at this point. What I'm trying to say is that time is not something that needs to be celebrated, especially in the way that it is. You know, I feel like New Year's at this point has become an excuse for people to go out and party. And, uh, that's not a blanket statement. That's a, that's something I've realized over this time that I've been away from the podcast. You know, nothing is 
black and white. There's everything is so complicated that it's impossible to really have, you know, a full picture and a an opinion on it. It's just, you know, for me, New Year's is it's fucking bullshit. People get so excited to watch a ball drop, and I I don't understand. You know, people are like, oh, let's go to Times Square. Let's let's go to Times Square and watch the balls drop. And I'm like, I'd rather just go to bed at 9 o'clock. You know, it's... I, I, know, I understand people like to go out and they like to have fun. And maybe it's just the introvert and me talking, but the whole party aspect of it is just so not only unattractive, but oversaturated and overpopularized. You know, people die driving home drunk on... New Year's and it's not okay. You know, I don't any no one should die because of a holiday. Especially when the holiday directly results in the death, especially because of New Year's popularity with like alcohol and all. You know, I go I look on my Snapchat stories and eight out of ten people are drinking, you know, and you know, I don't want to see those people on the front page of the news the next morning dead. You know, I don't want to read that. So what I'm trying to say is New Year's is, I'm not saying it's wrong. I mean, personally for me it is wrong, but you know, everybody's allowed to have their own things. But what I am saying is I don't. I think it should it should be changed. I don't think it should be sensationalized as it is. I don't think there should be a uh, fucking ball drop in Times Square or whatever it is. You know, it's not. It's really not worth it. You know. That's but that's just my opinion. Um, and it's just like like I said just. I don't know if I said it in this recording. This is like my third take, but holidays in general are just tough. You know, they always they have a lot of bad memories. So maybe I'm just a Grinch now. Maybe I'm just getting old. You know, I'm 17 and I'm almost 18. It's fucking crazy how this shit happens. I mean, it feels like just yesterday I was sitting in Miss Hessian's second grade class. Wondering if summer was ever going to come. You know, it felt like it never would, but now it comes too fast and it goes too fast. You know, you don't really realize it, but time does fly. And it's scary sometimes. I'm, it's scary thinking about the fact that I'm almost 18. You know, it's, it's scary thinking about the fact that soon I'm going to be able to pretty much doing anything it's i'm gonna be an adult i mean 18 is not really an adult but legally i'm 18 so i'm an adult you know and it's it's scary because that puts a lot of pressure on you you know and some people embrace that pressure and some people crack under it and some people just simply don't feel the pressure at all.
And it's just, it's unfortunate to see the way some people crack under this pressure, you know? A lot of people struggling with, like, depression and all, and, and other mental illnesses, you know, a lot of times that's just caused by stress. And, you know, especially with adulthood and everything, you know, people tend to crack under that stress, and it's, you know, it's unfortunate, but it happens, and I definitely, I feel for these people, and I, I hope they get the help they need, but um, it's just, like I said, with all the time that's changing and everything, it's just, it's important to just try to keep yourself grounded in the present. Don't look back on the past. Don't look to the future. Just enjoy what's going on now. Have some fun. Don't think about what you're going to do in the future. Because, to be honest, I don't know. I don't know what I want to do with my life. As of right now, I want to be an HVAC technician. But tomorrow, I don't know. Maybe I'll have a light bulb go off and I'll become, like, an inventor. Maybe I'll discover a really cool talent. Who knows? And that's the great thing. You never know. You know. That's that's really the only reason I keep trying at this point. Because I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to be famous. I don't know if I'm going to be like 65 and paralyzed or something. And, you know, but it's all part of the adventure. It's all part of life. And it's a beautiful thing. I, you think about it, and you're, if you really think about it, being here is crazy. This sounds like a repeat of my first episode, but being here is fucking crazy. You know, it's like I was, I don't, I'm getting off track here and all, and I'm starting to ramble, but I saw a hawk today and it was flying and it was flying over a house and you know I started to think about you know that hawk that's all that hawk knows it only knows that that house is there it doesn't know that there were trees there before it but that I don't know how long hawks live but whatever relative of that hawk was alive before that and they you know they watched that their homes be destroyed and that has that has to confuse the hell out of them and it had to be scary you know I feel for that you know because people go through that all the time with hurricanes and earthquakes and tornadoes and all and it's just you know it's unfortunate and there's a lot of suffering in this world and you know people just some people just sweep it under the rug, but some people try to do something about it. But a lot of times it's those people who tend to sweep things under the rugs that are in control. And that's very unfortunate. And I just don't think that as people we have done our duty as humans. And it's just... You know, it's upsetting to watch how people treat other people. 
it's upsetting to watch people who deserve nothing but to be treated kind and to be cared for, treated like garbage and kicked on and fucking everything. It's it makes me mad sometimes. Some of the shit I see and it's it's just it's just the way it is, I guess. You know, if I could I change heart and minds, but I'm just a seventeen year old sitting on his floor talking to a Yeti mic that has a pillow propped up on it as some faulty ass soundproofing. And the audio is probably gonna be shit anyway, so I don't know why. But either way, let's talk about something lighthearted now, because I feel like I've been very depressing to start this. So another thing that's changed since my last episode is I've started following basketball a lot more. And my God, let me tell you, this offseason was something crazy. We are, this is a lot of duos. This is a lot of duos. We have in the, just in the West alone, we have Russ and Harden. We have LeBron and AD. We have Damon McCollum. We have Towns and Teague. And we have uh, Giannis. Now Giannis is in the East. What am I saying? Uh, Porzingis and Kristaps. You know, we have all these great duos. You know, and that's just in the West. Not even to mention, you know, Joel and Ben if he gets his jump shot to actually you know he's he's doing better this year with his jump shot but it's still not where it needs to be and it's it's the same thing with the honest and uh and uh not wiggins um i'm blanking on the fucking compliment to Giannis. what i don't i don't really care but what i'm trying to say is that this is something really crazy like there's been a lot of duos in the NBA over history, but this is like a lot all at once. Like Kawhi and Paul George three years ago, nobody predicts that happening. You know, it's and not it's not only something crazy, it's something incredible. You know, we're seeing something in the NBA that we've never seen before. This is this is a new era. In the NBA, this is about efficiency and scoring and leadership, and you know, people are gen more and more people are starting to follow the NBA. And it's gaining traction. It's becoming a phenomenon, really. And I think that's a big part due to all the duos. You know, most teams now they have a solid duo, except for very few now. You know, even though fucking. Utah Jazz have Rudy Gobert and Donovan, Donovan Mitchell. You know, Denver has the Joker and uh, Jamal Murray, and it, and uh, that's another thing. the The big men this year have been ridiculous, especially the Joker. The Joker is the Joker is the best passing big man in the league as of right now, maybe of all, probably of all time. The things he can do with the ball, it's incre- it's incredible. I've never seen a guy of that size be so uh, 
accurate and finesseful with the ball. And it's really something to see. And, you know, especially, and he could shoot too. He could shoot. He can shoot better than any big guy in the league, I'd say. There's not a single center that could outshoot the Joker. And that's that's facts. You know, AD doesn't count because he's a fucking power forward. Don't even, AD's not a center anymore. So, but, you know, but the scary thing is, I think this is going to be a West-dominant league for a long time to come. I don't think there's going to be another East team to win the finals for a while now. And I think that's a big part and due to the LA powerhouses in, uh, well, in LA. I don't know why I said I was about to say two places, but you know, with Kawhi and Paul George and LeBron and AD, that's, that's scary. I think that's going to be like, it's going to be one of those two in the finals every year unless Golden State somehow makes a comeback. And that's another thing. Golden State fell hard. And it's a big part due to, you know, with Clay Curry being out and then KD getting released and traded. I don't even – I don't remember what happened. All I know is that he's on the Brooklyn Nets now with Kyrie. And then he's hurt. So it doesn't really matter. But – it's got to be tough for Golden State. I I feel for them. You know, I'm, I'm pulling for them. I don't think it's going to be this year, but I think they'll definitely make some sort of a comeback next year. But in terms of the battle for LA, I gotta I gotta go with the Clippers. And my reasoning behind that is Kawhi's a menace on defense. Paul George can shoot the lights out. Kawhi can shoot the lights out. The only, the only thing that I think can hold them back as of right now is the lack of a big man. They need some. They need a big man. That's the only thing that's going to keep them out of the finals this year, if anything does. They need a bigger presence on the inside. They need to pick up somebody good in free agency. And, you know, who that is, or even if they do it at all, we don't know. You know, but the fact is that if you go in pure terms of shooting ability and defense and and just their depth, they have the best bench in the league with uh, Patrick Beverly and Lou Williams. And I just think with depth like that, they can't, they can't be slowed down in the seven game series. You know, LeBron is probably the greatest basketball player of all time, but, I don't think he'll ever be able to do what he did again like he did in Cleveland. Maybe one more championship. Maybe. You know, he wins his championship. He passes Jordan. And and then he becomes the greatest player of all time. But the question is, who's the baby goat? Is it Giannis? Is it Luka? Who knows? Somebody could step up in the next couple of years that we never even heard of before. You know, maybe Zion, when he comes back, he just absolutely blows up and just starts demolishing competition for years to come. Maybe R.J. Barrett has a light bulb and he carries the Knicks back to their former glory. Maybe Devin Booker finally steps into his game fully 
and maybe Phoenix acquires some help around him, and he really gets it going, and he really has, you know, his, he just takes off, but we don't know, we won't know until it happens, and that's just the way basketball is, and that's why it's a great game. Basketball is a great game. I love playing it. You know, I love watching it. It's a very, it's a very fun game in general. Big thing that's changed about me over the time that I've been absent is I, like I said, I've started to think more. I've started to be more independent. I've started judging less, and I've started taking my emotion out of things, and I've started to just take a step back and really look at things for what they are and that it helps a lot it helps you know such like how to handle problems and all with other people with you know just anything if you really just you know take emotion out of it and you really just look at it for what it is you'll if at least for me i find it easier to you know solve problems that way that's just but one of the things I've been thinking about a lot is holy shit what is going on in the world you know it's there's so there's such a the only thing that's really bothering me is you know the fact that people just seem to be ignoring what's going on you know there's you have so much heat and so much you know toxic people in the world that i feel like it's just normal at this point you know people are just brutal and nobody really tries to reach out a hand anymore they fucking kick you while you're down and then they take your money and it's that's just how it is now but you know, that's scary I because for me I I genuinely try to be a good person and you know really put out some good into the world that's why I try to make people laugh all the time that's why I love entertainment because it makes people smile and you know like that's why, like, even, like, if I was rich and famous, you can talk all the shit you want. You can call me on my bullshit right now. But if I was famous and I had money, I wouldn't buy a big house. I wouldn't buy nice cars. I wouldn't buy nice clothes. I'd live in a small house. I'd have okay clothes. I'd have, I'd, pro- I'd probably just keep the car I have now because I love driving it. And... I'd probably donate a lot of it because I don't, I'm a very, uh, what's the word? I don't, I don't even know. I feel like it's philanthropy or something, or philanthropist. I, I think that's the right word, but don't quote me. I, I hate seeing people like just spend money on anything. They just, they don't even think about it, you know. They don't really appreciate what they're buying or the value of it. 
because you know that they somebody rich gets a iPhone and they're just like, hey, this is my third iPhone X. Yeah. And then you have a close friend of mine who will go unnamed as of now, who still has a six and can barely record anything on there. And, you know, she does, she deserves better than that. And it's just, you know, it's upsetting. And, you know, I don't mean to sound like I'm on a soapbox or anything, but I really hate seeing people struggle like that. You know, I, I have so many people around me that just deserve a lot better than they get. And, you know, I try, I try to give them everything I can, but, you know, it's, it's not a problem that I can help with. I, I try to remain neutral, especially when it comes to conflicts and all. I very, I very rarely take sides. And if I do, it's because one side is just wrong or something like that. And the other side is just right. And, you know, I'm not a very polarized person. I don't think about specifics too often. But, you know, either way, to end the episode on a good note, I do plan on making another podcast as of right now, if I really think about it. Will I actually do it? Time will tell. Maybe the next time you hear my voice, it's because you somehow found a YouTube channel. And then that YouTube channel is me. But I don't really expect anybody to find it. I don't expect to have more than fucking 15 subscribers at any point. I'm surprised I have over a thousand views on all my podcasts. I, you know, it's just... It's great to know that at least someone out there is listening. It's a very comforting feeling to know that there's people out there who will listen to what I have to say. And I thank you for that if you listen to this. Anyways, this has been the Sad Boys Podcast. I'm considering a name change. So I'm trying not to be a sad boy anymore. But, yeah, trying is the the main functioning word there. But either way, thank you for listening to the Sad Boys Podcast. If you enjoyed, leave a like, leave a comment. You know, show it to all your friends and family. I'm not gonna. I'm changing everything up on here, man. It's not gonna. It's gonna be something new. It's gonna get better, and that's a promise. So thank you for watching the set or listening to the Sad Boys podcast. If you liked it, share it with your friends, family. You know, even your mom now, because I I need all the views I can get. I'm just, I'm, I'm desperate for views. So. That is all I have for you guys today. Thank you for listening. And I hope you all have a great time enjoying your life. Bye-bye.